This is Noelle. And I'm Jenna. And this is More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Welcome listeners and welcome Jenna. Hello. Today is cold. But it's a nice day. At least the gloom has kind of... The gloom and doom is kind of past a little bit. Yeah, hopefully we're clear for a little while. No, I don't, I don't think, think we so. are. Yeah. I don't think we are. More rain is in the future. Yep. We didn't have as much in April. You know, we're supposed to have April showers that bring the May flowers, but... I actually was reading something that says, because they do like a climate look every like... Oh, it's all 20 shifting. 20 years, it's all shifting back, uh-huh. so... Yeah. <sighs> My birthday isn't going to be sunny anymore. It makes me sad. You can have a cozy birthday, I guess. At least it's not like where you, it's icy and wintry, so you can't drive That's true. anywhere. But some days on my birthday, man, it would be warm and sunny, oh, yeah, I and know. I was just, oh, so good. Yeah. Because on May 19th, guys, it's coming up soon. Yep, coming up soon, so I wish her a happy birthday. And we celebrate week. birthday months. Yeah. And my family, so. <laughs> All right, guys. I feel like it's been a while since I've covered a serial killer. I've been kind of on a haunted binge. Oh, I'm like cozying up for this. Yeah, I'm coming in hot this week with a doozy of a case. And I'm going to throw in a listener discretion advisory. Oh, yeah. Because it's rough and awful and it it covers a lot of things that could trigger people. And it's just, it's it's not good. But I stick with us. I'm glad... You know, I, I don't know much about this guy. I know, like, little bits and pieces, okay. but I don't know much. And I'm really, like, I'm craving just a true crime story that's kind of like, whoa, that was fucked up. All right. I, I need it. Well, so. I've got one for you. Okay. For you all here. Yes, I'm just cuddling my blanket right now. So. So, I I knew <laughs> I a little it. bit about this guy. I heard several different episodes on him. Maybe it was actually just one because I, I only remembered one part that really stuck out to me, but now that yeah. I've researched the case, all of it is quite remembered. And in my opinion, this guy is one of the absolute worst. It's terrifying to think that there are people with the capacity to do the things that this man did even oh. exist in this world. And I am talking about the butcher of Kansas City or the Kansas City butcher, however you like to say it, <laughs> Robert Berdella. Berdella was born on January 31st in 1949 in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Okay. His dad, who apparently wasn't good or, like, a nice dad, would beat Berdella with a leather strap. He passed away from a heart attack when Robert was 16. Robert was bullied a lot in high school. He was very nearsighted, and at the time, they didn't have a good technology for lenses, which meant the Coke bottle lenses, which made your eyes look really large. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he also had a speech impediment and already had, like, really high blood pressure. And remember that high blood pressure for the very end. Okay, Okay. all right, all right. It comes into play. I guess his mom didn't waste any time on getting remarried, and this really pissed Berdella off, and he never really got over it. I don't know really how his familiar relationship was after that. Yeah. Because they didn't say much about it. They just kind of went in with the rest of his story. But his dad sounded kind of like a dick. So why does yeah. it matter? I know. It's like, obviously, yeah. You know, he might have had that type of syndrome where he was just like, I don't know. You know what I mean. I get it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry if I'm super low energy today too, guys. I just want to put it out there. I know I'm not the most blah, 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 but today is just, I feel like it's coming out. I'm sorry about it. She didn't sleep well, so. Yeah, not feeling too hot today. She's going to take a nap after. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to listen to the story. I might not, you know, say. Say a whole lot, but I got a whole lot to say anyway. So yeah, it's I'm, all just, right. I'm just here to listen like you guys. So after Berdella graduated high school, though, of course, in that time period, he kept it a secret. He did discover that he preferred men over women. Okay. And in 1967, he enrolled in the Kansas City Art Institute from 67 to 69, which is how he ended up in Kansas City, Missouri. Do you know what his, like, medium was? Well, I don't, but I will tell you that during his college experience, um... He was arrested a couple times after having possession for drugs, and he was also kicked out of the Art Institute after Berdella decided one of his art projects would be torturing, killing, and cooking a duck. Jesus fuck. So I'm not really sure what his medium was for that to be his thought his of being project. a project. Yeah. Um, okay, then. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that happened. Yeah, that's... Already severe warning signs. Fuck. Yeah. After college, now, I feel guilty here because in this aspect, you and I and Burdell and lots of other people are kindred spirits in a way because he started his own oddities and occult shop that he decided to name Bob's Bizarre Bazaar. (laughs) So, I mean... Great name. Uh, it's not bad. I'd no. probably shop there. I would definitely shop there. It would Which be one scary. of those places that, like, you know, Sean's looking at Google and he's like, oh, there's an outer you shop. You want to stop? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I do. I know. And Which I did hear an interesting fact about murderers and things the other day. Apparently, in your lifetime, you will, like, pass 16 murderers. Huh. Yeah. It's interesting. It's statistically by, like, how much people walk. So, like, if you walk a little less or if you walk a little more, that number could fluctuate a little bit. Yeah. 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 Overall. 16 overall in your whole life. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. I'm not going on walks anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, geez. So, Berdella purchased a home in Kansas City. One that would become infamous in the Hyde Park District at... 4315 Charlotte Street. Okay. Berdella was not a threat to the people who knew him or thought they knew him, at least. Hmm. He even helped his community start a community watch program, and he would be really involved with guiding youths and things like that. And Fucking BTK fucking vibes right here right now. Yeah. And as we've said many times on this podcast, and as I've said many times throughout my life, and recently, in certain situations... You don't know nobody! You never truly uh-uh. know anyone. Nope, nope. You do not. You, you might... Can't. I mean, it's... Because those inner workings are something that is... That's your innermost self that's mm-hmm. hidden from the world, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, these people, their innermost self is pretty fucked up. Yeah, and some people blast it out to the world and make it super obvious and leave trails and everything, but some people just hide it just hide really it. well. And they're really good at putting it down and, and mm-hmm. putting on the facade that they need to live that normal um, life while they're also just being terrible people. Yeah. So, one morning, a neighbor of Berdella's, we're jumping to the 80s, um, 1988 to be exact, 
stepped onto their front porch like they usually do, but this morning something was quite obviously not right. A young man in his early 20s was crouching over on their porch, completely naked. Can you imagine the kind of what the fuck moment this neighbor must have had? Oh, yeah, you're just walking out to your newspaper, you got coffee in your hand, and then bam. Yeah, naked, naked somebody, naked stranger on your porch. Oh, God. The neighbor chose not to let the stranger into their home. I mean, for safety of their own family, I'm sure, because they have no idea what's you going on. You don't know what's going point. on, exactly. And they did decide to call the police, though. Yeah, yeah. So when the police showed up, they found the young man's name was Chris Bryson. And this is Chris's story. Chris was in the sex work industry to support his equally as young family when one night he met Berdella at a Greyhound bus station. Chris was trying to get Berdella to ask for his company that evening, but what he didn't know is Berdella already had his own plans because he had already seen Chris at the, okay, at the so station. Okay, so kind of scoping them out. They're both trying to get, yeah, they both kind of want to get it with each other. Yeah. The pair ended up going back to Berdella's home that evening, per Berdella's suggestion, and Chris just thought that his plan was working out swimmingly. Once they arrived and hung out for a little while, Berdella claimed there were vicious dogs on the floor they were on, because he did have dogs. But I guess Chris didn't, like, see any around at the time, and he just suggested to move the party upstairs where there was a, another couch and TV and, like, the bedroom, oh of God, course. Of course. Berdella ushered Chris ahead of him and up the stairs, but while they were making their way up, everything went black for Chris. Uh-oh. At that moment, Berdella whacked Chris in the back of the head with some sort of blunt object. I mm-hmm. heard it was like a, a club or something. Mm-hmm. Berdella then took his Polaroid camera and began to shoot a tirade of photos of Chris's unconscious body, which we'll find out ends up being something that he does often. Why did they take pictures? They just like to relive it. Just the fact that you're wanting to relive that is just, I don't. unsettling. It's it's so, and they all like do it, you know, the Rodney Alcala's Mm -hmm. and just, It's so nasty. I don't like it. This case was very hard to write and I'm glad I was able to get it done with like in such a quick time and didn't like. Have to sit with it? Yeah, instead of writing it. You know, over a span of certain days, I I ended up writing it just, like, all this morning, and I'm glad I just did, because now I can just get it all in in one day and be done Uh with it, because uh it is a a really unsettling, unnerving, disgusting, awful case. It's like Ramirez, man. He sat with me for a while, and it's just like, I don't want to think about you anymore. I want to be done with you. Yep. So, that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Poor Chris was kept for the next four days being tortured. Three or four days, conflicting info, but four days was what I read in the beginning. Berdella injected Chris in various parts of his body with animal tranquilizers and antibiotics. He beat him with an iron club. He electrocuted him by placing alligators, alligator clips on his testicles and other body parts. Oh. He also demanded Chris... Uh, I'm sorry, he also demanded sex from Chris sometimes up to three times a day and sodomized him as well. I thought I muted that already. Darn it. <sighs> During his four-day captivity, Chris was bound by ropes. 
Verdella would show him other Polaroid images of other men that were in the exact same place that Chris was in now in the past. So scary. Verdella explained to him that these men didn't cooperate and they were now dead because they they didn't cooperate and they've been since fed to his dogs. Holy fuck. Yeah. So it's a mind game. It's like I'm I did this to these people. You have to give me what I want and and hopefully it's you'll be safe. But... Absolutely terrifying. Like oh anybody God. would just have to comply because I mean that's terrifying. Uh-huh. When Chris would not comply or you know, scream while being raped, Berdella would inject Chris's windpipe with Drano, threatening making it so Chris would never be able to speak again. Jesus. And swabbed his eyes with some sort of chemical, which alcohol was suspected. Chris was obviously scared for his his life. Yeah. He just wanted to get home to his family, but he was beginning to fear he would never see them again. I would say, literally, I mean, I don't think that he thought he'd Uh physically go Uh to see him, but I don't think that he thought he'd ever be able to see again after... Uh Getting then, his eyes swiped with chemicals. And the threat of not being able to speak again. Like, oh yeah. my god, just pure torture. Psychologically, physically, the whole fucking mm-hmm. gambit. Chris was kept in that upstairs bedroom with the TV, so one day he was able to, like, lower the volume to better hear Berdella's movements. Nice. But Berdella was always, like, really quiet. Everything he would do around the house because he didn't want his victims to know when he even was gone. They don't want them calculating. Yeah. yeah. So he would just... Chris had no idea. No idea if he was there, if he wasn't there. He never heard the car go. Nothing. So, on this day, Berdella rewarded Chris for his good behavior, I guess, with a cigarette and a book of matches. And somehow Chris believed that he was alone. He found out and figured out that he was alone and was able to, like, loosen one of his ropes and consequently burned the rest of the ropes with the matches. Nice. He went over to the window, which he smashed, and decided that to jump from the second story window right now was, like, the only chance he had at getting away and surviving this awful nightmare. And your adrenaline's pumping, you're like, I gotta get the fuck out of here, your heart's beating, you just Mm -hmm. do what you gotta do. And uh, if you've read The Gift of Fear, that book I've mentioned before, that's when your fear signals are telling, giving you... These ideas, you must listen. You must mm-hmm. not rationalize. You must do it, and you yep. must do it now. Exactly. I have those thoughts even when they're not rational. <laughs> yeah, right? Impulse <laughs> buying. <laughs> just kidding. No, not even just I in know. the shower. And it's like, what was that noise? And then I'm plotting in my head what I'm going to do. Uh-huh. Like Exactly. So he jumped. He sustained a minor foot injury, but I'm fairly certain that was least, better than the torture he had been yeah, enduring. Least of his problems right now. Yeah. He made it over to the neighbor's house, mind you, still drugged and with a bit of rope attached to his wrist. So, again, imagine being that neighbor mm-hmm. and seeing this poor young man, not only naked, but drugged Torture. with binding on his, bindings mm-hmm. on his wrists. You can imagine his eyes were probably, uh, oh, he probably really red. Wrecked. He probably yeah. looked very awful. I mean, uh-huh. he was he was tortured. So, it would have been unnerving just to see this poor young man there. When the police arrived after the neighbor had called, they were getting Chris's story right next door when Berdella was pulling into his driveway. Oh, shit. Yep. Oh, shit. He was immediately arrested. Good. 
But this arrest and this kidnapping, we're at the very end of Berdella's story. And now it was time to fill in the blanks. Police obtained warrants to search Berdella's home and found lots of oddities, of course, bones, like a skull and vertebrae, of which the cops were unable to tell at the time if they were real, but we will talk about that. He owns an oddity store. It's got to be hard. It's definitely real. Imagine if you, like, some of these people have skulls everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, that's got to be hard. He had dog shit. Everywhere in his house. So he was just disgusting. Yeah, he kind of was like a hoarder-ish. Yeah, I could see it. These poor animals were mistreated and kept in awful conditions. Believe it. And he had Polaroids. Lots and lots and lots of Polaroids of different times that he had done something he shouldn't have at all. shit. They also found what looked like a grave in the basement and freshly dug like, and covered holes with dirt in the backyard. Oh, yeah. They can tell when, when land has been disturbed. Mm-hmm. One of his neighbors once said that while Berdella was in the neighborhood watch, he would snatch young boys. I don't know if that's not, in my research, the way that he had done it, but who knows what we don't know. There's always stuff know. that you don't know. Right. There's you don't know how stuff. many other victims... There have, there possibly could have Not been. every killer is Edmund Kemper and wants to say, you know, everything he did and write it down and sign it with a kiss. Like, mm-hmm. Use it for research. Not a lot of people are like that. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to tell you what you need to know because you have proof on it. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I ain't telling you fucking shit. Right. That's all we know about are the ones that, he, that we have yep. proof on. So. Always how it goes. When police finally got someone with equipment to dig, they began finding human hair and soft tissue and a skull. They also found other animal bones and feathers and stuff in jars that led them to believe that Bordello was maybe also into some satanic rituals because it was also an occult shop and possibly involving sacrificing animals or maybe they thought that he was even sacrificing people at this point because they they found a skull, you know, buried back there, so... They had no idea. And satanic panic is big at that time. Yep. The cops... The cops... The cops sprayed the basement with luminol and found that it tested positive for blood as well. Mm-hmm. During the investigation, people began calling police with claims of being one of Berdella's victims, family members who had missing loved ones that were curious to see if they knew who these people were. Yeah. And witnesses who claimed they've seen Berdella with drugs and tranquilizers before. Police ended up finding a notepad that Berdella kept and actually detailed everything. Jesus. They do that, too. Mm-hmm. They do that, too. Like, it's that, like they read back on it and they look at the pictures at the same time. I it's like you. that one guy who, like, wrote a memoir about it. He, like, wrote an entire, like, book detailing every single killing that he did. It's like, Jesus. It's sick. It's so sick. Okay, so. Sorry if you're a lawnmower. It's that time of year, guys. Yeah, we cannot work around that one. Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to get a sign for outside that says, shut the fuck up. We're recording. We're recording the pod- it's podcast day. It's podcast day. We're recording. God. No trains, no garbage, no nothing. <laughs> Just stay the fuck away Jeez. in your houses. People. <laughs> so what was in this note? Pad, you may ask. Well, it wasn't just on Chris Bryson. I don't even think he had the chance to write Chris oh, in there. Oh, probably not. He was still actively torturing that yes, one. Yes, he did not 
expect him to have escaped while he was gone. The, note, the notepad revealed six other victims of Berdella dating back four years before he was caught, which was um, all the way back in 1984. I'm going to share each victim now in the stories of the days they were murdered. Yes, well, he actually murdered these these people this time. Yeah, and he was known for his like little MO or whatever was to keep keep them for a while yeah. and just kind of torture. Torturing. So yeah. I'm gonna go chronologically in a similar style as the notepad would have read. Okay, so his first victim was Jerry Howell, nineteen or twenty years old. The the couple different articles I was reading, one said twenty, one said nineteen. This was on July 5th, 1984. Berdella was acquaintances with Jerry's father. On July 5th, Berdella offered to drive Jerry to a dance competition in a town nearby. But of course, instead of taking him to the dance competition, Berdella took Jerry to his home, where he drugged Jerry with Valium and other drugs, and then tied Jerry to his bed, where he would remain there for the next 28 hours, being further drugged, raped with foreign objects, and tortured. Of course. Why? I feel like if my son went missing after this guy takes him somewhere, I'd be inclined to check out the fucking guy. Especially because if I were... And I can already tell because this is the first victim that he gets a bunch more after this. So obviously no one's coming after this asshat. I know. This one wasn't actually one of the drifters. After this, he kind of takes people who might not have... Family and yeah, yeah, but yeah. this guy, I mean, he was he got away with it, yeah. And he knew and the family, he was with him. The family must have asked the dance hall, Hey, has my son been there? Because right? no, sir, he hasn't showed up all day. Okay, where the hell is he? From deduction, you can figure it the fuck out exactly. So, I don't, I don't understand your question is <sighs> very. Very rational. I do not understand it as well. But frustrating. We know why. We fucking know why. Yeah. Someone dropped the ball. We know who did. (sighs) Jerry tragically passed away due to the drugs being gagged and then choking on his own vomit. Mm. After Jerry died, Berdella... This is fucking so sick. Berdella made cuts into his body and hung hung it upside down to drain his blood. Jesus. He then butchered the body... Yeah. Put it into garbage bags that he left on the curb for the garbage men to pick up the next trash day. Holy fuck. And nobody questioned anything. Of course not. He just fucking took the body out to the garbage. He did. For a fucking trash day. Yeah. Just, I mean, the, the... this guy is just so sick. I mean, the fact that people like this exist is scary. It's so scary. And there's scary. a lot of them that exist. Yeah, there's and you have no of... clue who they are. No, and it's just that compulsion to do things to like this to people. It's... Like, why do you want to do this? I don't even like looking at these pictures. No, I know. It's I didn't... awful. The pictures. And you guys are going to have to find those pictures yourself. We're not... I do mention that in the episode, so it's... if I come across well... that later, I'll just talk about it now. There are some horrifying pictures. I was trying to look for pictures of the victims, just normal pictures, you know, that I could show yeah, who yeah, they were. Yes. The only one I found was of Jerry Howell. Yeah. Um, and even that was attached to one that was not Is a that great? photo. Yeah, these aren't great. The other photos are of live people, mm-hmm. and it's during their torture because they are the Polaroids that 
Berdella had himself. So I am not going to post those to the blog. And mm, um, call me weird because I don't, I don't enjoy looking at them, but but I like that they exist. Does that make sense? It's just it's part of the intrigue for some it reason. It is like it's it's. I don't know. I don't want to out myself as a creepo. Like, I don't like it, and I'm getting grossed out looking at them, but it's like, oh, that's cool evidence to have. Let's I put mean, it that way. Yeah, you and know? it's like, a good thing like, that these existed whoa. because of evidence. They were able to know yes. what he was doing and who these people were, you and know. I so, will unfortunately, still, I'll still show off the Black Dahlia crime scene photos. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about it, mm-hmm. but it's just an intriguing thing, and people are like, what? They did what to her? What? And I'm like, yeah, there's a picture. Look. Yeah. It's just the macabre of it all. Mm-hmm. But fuck. I'm sure some of you understand. Yes. Email sure us you if don't. you understand. Make me feel better. <laughs> oh, we're <laughs> moving on. <laughs> okay. No more laughing. This is not funny. No. We're moving on to victim number two, Robert Shelton. I'm sorry. Maybe it was Sheldon. Uh-oh. I think it was Sheldon. Sorry. Robert Sheldon. Hey, that's like some people that their names are Sheldon are called Shelton, and it's, yes. it's it's a thing. Yeah, and these articles, when you're switching back and forth, and they both have conflicting info, yeah. Yeah, I, every single fucking time, every yeah. time. Anyways, Robert was 23 years old. Uh, this was April 19th, 1985. Apparently, Robert was a drifter that Burdella knew for a while, and he would actually help take care of him once in a while. Of course, probably trying to, like, groom him and make him comfortable with him. Yeah. So, he came to Burdella's house on April 10th asking for a place to stay. Since Burdella apparently was not attracted to Robert... He decided against raping him. Oh, how generous. And just decided on practicing his torturing and chemical methods instead. For the next guy that he does, you know, have have Mm -hmm. a little love spark with. Mm -hmm. Good lord. This dude is truly sick. Like I said, I think he's on my top five of worst... Worst ones on, yeah. on my list. Yeah, he's gross. He's a gross He's dude. awful. Just Besides, like, torture. the toolbox, which that'll come Don't later. Don't even. But... Oh, God, the toolbox. Uh-huh. gets me, like, every time. Yeah. Oh, that's so on the list bad. for later. It's not too far off, I don't think. But, but there's so many, too. I know. Like, there are so, like, the part of just torture that gets them off is just, oh, fuck. It's just so Oh, messed up. There's just there's just no rehabilitating that. Knows? You can fight with me, but there's no rehabilitating that well, shit. Well, it's even like with Colleen Stan. Who knows if he hadn't gotten his, you know, little thing Re- going. Relationship. What he would have, he might have been just like this. I know. the torture aspect, it got him off. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, he tied Robert up by his wrist with a piano wire. Ooh, ouch. Trying to permanently damage his nerves. Oh, yeah, those thin wires can really cut through, Mm -hmm. man. He also injected drain cleaner, again, but this time into Robert's eyeballs. Ah, ooh, 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 ooh. I don't like things dealing with the eyes. No. Um, he stuck needles under Robert's fingernails. Oh, I don't like that either. You know, and left them there. I mean, they, he when he stuck needles in people, he just left them there. Why? How do people get needles? I don't know. 
How do you just acquire needles? He doesn't work for a veterinary office. He doesn't work for a hospital. He works in a fucking bizarre, bizarre bullshit. Unless it was like sewing needles. Oh, I don't know. But even to inject things. Oh, yeah, I know. That's true. I have no Like, clue. if you're injecting something, you, you, you got it. Some. Hmm. How do people get this shit? We'll get the next part. This is just... This is the part that resonated with me the first time I heard this case. He also put caulk in Robert's ears so that he couldn't hear anything yeah. that Rodella was doing. Yes, yes, this is the part what that I have heard. the fuck? To all of this, I mean to all of this, but, but just what gives someone the thoughts to do these things? Like, that gives them the thoughts, it's just... They're deranged. They're evil. Deranged I mean, just, and just... My God. So on April 19th, workmen were due to come to Burdella's house for something, and he decided before that he would suffocate and kill Robert by putting a trash bag over his head and tying it with a rope. Good Lord. Yep. Burdella dissected his body before getting rid of it, and the workmen came. Apparently, he first buried the skull in his garden and then moved it later to his closet. <sighs> Victim number three. We still have three more victims to go after this. Oh, yeah. Mark Wallace, 20 years old. You'll find that most of them were like 20, 21 years old. Yeah. This was June 23rd, 1985. Berdella discovered Mark hiding in his shed from a thunderstorm. Poor Mark picked the absolute worst and wrong person's shed to hide in. Berdella brought him into his house and tortured him for a few days before Mark died from the never-ending torture, and he was also dismembered and disposed of. During the few days, Mark endured high-voltage electrical shocks and was also stuck with hypodermic needles in his back, as you can see in that one awful picture. Yeah. Why? What is it with electricity, too? A lot of them like electricity and just, like... What? I have no clue. What What is exciting about putting voltage in something or something? They like the the reaction that it, I mean, they, they like the pain awful. and the reaction that they're seeing in these victims' faces, I'm assuming. It's just, Must be. Ugh, I don't know. I really don't. <sighs> so, so again, thanks to Murderpedia, I've seen these photos. And. Uh, so, I don't know if we can corroborate this or not, but. From these photos, it looks like they could have been in a newspaper. Yes, you are very correct. It does look like because it has like a little caption at the bottom. It looks kind of like aged. The 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 photo like looks it just, aged. Yeah, like, it looks like it could have been taken from. If this was in the newspaper, guys, that's a step too that's far. That's some fucked up shit. Yeah, you should not shit. put this photo out for the public to see at all. No, not it's like one that. thing if someone wants to look into it. I'm on, not gonna yuck your yum, you know. But don't put it in a newspaper. That's too much. I mean, kids can see that. Oh shit. my god, the kids going for that Sunday fucking cartoon. Oh my stuff. god. Yeah. No. <sighs> No, that is not an acceptable idea, and I don't know whose idea it was yeah. to do that. But go to Murderpedia. Let us know what you think, guys. These look like they could have been a newspaper. Because they look like they could have been a newspaper for me. Yeah. And it tells like what, like what's happening in the picture, with, like the torture method. I know. Like it's unless that's what they used. Like they're showing it as their evidence. Maybe they wrote that on the the photo. for their evidence room or whatever. And then, yeah, but even underneath this says courtesy of Kansas City Police Department. So it's like so. They did. They then they give it to some. Yeah. Ugh. 
It's like sourced in a newspaper, it looks like. Like, oh, oh thank you God, to the Kansas dude. City Police Department for our newsworthy picture. That's so messed up. That's pretty fucked up, guys. Moving on to victim number four, Walter James Ferris, also 20 years old, September 26, 1985. Walter also asked Berdella to stay at his home. Like the others, Walter was tied to Berdella's bed and tortured for two fucking days. Walter was tied to this bed and his genitals were shocked by Berdella with 7,700 volts of electricity. Mm, That's awful. That's almost all he did to him was continuously shock him for two days with 7,700 volts of electricity. Walter died from the torture. Oh, yeah. It seems like most, uh, unless, you know... Like, like the last... He, he asphyxiates them, or... Well, yeah, the one guy was it was kind of like, oh, well, people are coming yeah. to my house. I have to do something, but... Mm-hmm. They seem like they die as they a result. Seem, oh. Yeah, it seems like it's that he's just going too hard. Who even knows how long he would have... He might have kept them longer and just kept doing it because he has the subject there. It's able to happen, but it seems like once, you know, he is torturing them to the point of death, he has to get... Yeah. There were a few that he kept for a couple weeks. Because they're living. They're surviving Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's... Oh, guys. It sounds like he's getting his method down. Mm -hmm. Figuring out ways that he can do it for longer periods of time. Mm -hmm. That still kind of work for him, but isn't killing the people. Well, you're getting to the right track. Because this next victim, Todd Stoops, 21 years old, June 17th, 1986 now... He was a former sex worker who already knew Birdella from his job. They ended up running into each other at a local park, and Birdella offered Todd to go get lunch back at his house. Oh, lovely. How nice of him. Birdella... Er, Don't go home with him. Yeah, I know. I wish. I wish I could just scream it. Don't I go know. home with this guy. Only we could rewind time. I know. Poor Todd thought he was simply going to get lunch at Birdella's house and be on his way, but instead, Todd was kept at Birdella's home for weeks. Oh, God. Apparently, Birdella was trying to turn Todd into his own submissive sex slave. So, yes, he was wanting to keep this going for a while. It's like Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Dahmer wanted a zombie-like companion that wouldn't talk, wouldn't move, but was kind of alive and would lay with him. Mm-hmm. What the Which is very true because, again, like others, Todd endured rape and sexual assault repeatedly. He was injected in his larynx with drain cleaner in an attempt by Verdella to make him a mute. He kept trying to inject people in their throat to make them mute. Mm-hmm. He drug to them able, to make them zombie-like. So it was very much like that. He to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. His eyeballs were also given electrical shocks. Oh my God, leave the eyeballs out of this. For weeks, oh, he was like enduring these things. I mean, his eyeballs were being... I don't... I just... I cannot... I can't fathom. I can't... Uh-uh. I can't find words, even. So scary, man. I it's can't. so fucking scary. Honestly, trigger warning for my next words. I probably... If I could not escape, because I would be trying my hardest to escape, at one point, I might just off myself. It's... Yeah, because it gets to the point where it's like, how do you endure that much longer? Yeah, and how, what kind of mental state... Or you how start are you wishing be for able, death. Yeah, how it's How are you going like, to be able to get over something like that? Ever. Like, especially if it was for weeks like this. How yeah. are you going to be okay ever again? Oh, my God. You know, so mentally. Awful. I just... No. <sighs> In another tragic passing, Todd Stoops, 
child died from blood loss after this is I just want to be done with this episode, you guys. <laughs> Todd died from blood loss after his anal cavity was ruptured by Berdella's fist. Holy fuck. I was going to say, he isn't, like, bleeding them out. He isn't doing anything like that. So, how, holy <sighs> fuck. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to inflict pain. It's awful. Pain, pain, pain. It's awful. And it's sexual sadism. It's mm-hmm. awful. This dude is such a sadist. Yeah, he's on the worst list. And Fuck he, you, dude. He did not get what should have happened to him. He didn't get it. Alright, okay. so we'll get into that. We'll get into it. Yeah, it never. They never get what they should fucking get. No. Victim number six, and that's the last of the deceased victims. Okay, yeah. Larry Wayne Pearson, 20 years old, July 9th, 1987. Larry worked for Berdella at his bazaar shop, actually. When, oh, shit. Yep. He made a joke that Berdella did not like. Larry joked about robbing gay men in Wichita. And with Berdella being gay himself, he was not fond of Larry after making this joke. And from then on, knew that Larry was his next victim. Do not insult the killer, guys. I know. Instead of just firing him or maybe calling the police or whatever. No. Again... Berdella drugged Larry and tortured him while, um, I'm sorry, tortured him with the same devices as the other five men before, binding, injecting his larynx with the drain cleaner and electrocution. One of Larry's hands was also broken with a metal bar. This went on for Larry for six weeks. Finally, Larry. Oh, wow. Yeah, six, a whole month and a half, six weeks. Holy shit. Or almost a month and a half, yeah. Finally, Larry had enough, and on July 6th, while Larry was being forced into an act of fellatio, um, he bit hard and deep into the Yeah, I was going to say, bite it. Just fucking bite down. He did, but unfortunately, Berdella had the upper hand. He, This man has been tortured at, for six weeks at this point. Yeah, but... He's beaten... Uh, I mean, he's been, he's been drugged and mm-hmm. beaten and tortured, so... And also, I'm imagining in kind of the standing up, kneeling position. So, literally, he had the upper hand. hand. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And. um, Not funny, but funny. But yes. Right. And, like I said, Larry, unfortunately, was just weak. And and Berdella then beat and strangled Larry to death. Yeah, but it gets to a point after six weeks, you're already mentally done. Yeah, I mean. At this point. Good for him for doing something. Keep your power of some sort. Yeah. You know, you're already beaten down. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking bite it. Right. Fuck you. Kick in the nuts. You know he's going to kill you anyway. So just do something to damage him. If you can't escape right now, use your power in some other way to show this asshole what's up and then Mm -hmm. die in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, man. Yeah. So. That leads us to his last and only surviving victim that we know of, which Mm -hmm. is Chris Bryson, the person from the beginning of our story. Yes, I'm sorry, Chris Bryson. That has to be really hard to live with. Mm -hmm. I I actually was going to do another Google search, and I didn't. I wanted to see if Chris Bryson is still alive. I did not research that. I'm almost tempted not to. I'd rather just... Be in La La Land about it. He's alive. Think about, yeah, think about he him being survivor. And, yeah, yeah, I don't want to hear about a tragic story for Chris. No. I don't want to hear a tragic ending for him. Nope. At the time, Chris was 20 years old. Uh, this was March 29th, 1988. To reiterate, Chris was a young sex worker and went to Berdella's house for work 
um, after meeting him at the Greyhound station. Oh, they do house calls. Yep. So this is, well, no, because, you know, Berdella probably suggested. Well, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not I going to stick to motels. House. Yeah, try to stick to motels. Or, yeah. If yeah. you are doing that and, like. Just be safe. Yeah. If you are going to do that, I'm not. Do yeah. what you gotta do to make your money. But, yeah. You know, just be safe about it because people are fucking creeps. Mm-hmm. And if you're in that line of work, a lot of people think, I own you. I'm paying for this. I own you. I can do what I want. Mm-hmm. That's why how many serial killers were doing that I to know. sex workers. Yeah. Ugh. <sighs> That's why we need to legalize it. And don't. Sex work is work. Yeah, and don't make it about, oh, well, she was just a sex worker. So, solve her fucking case. Look into her fucking murder. She's a human being, too. It's a job. Yeah. It's just like any other job. There's men that are demanding, that are in demand for it. So, obviously. Yeah. It's just, oh, she just ran away. Well, you don't know that. No, you don't. So, this is when Chris began to endure the same kind of tortures as the others. When, on the third day of his captivity, he sprang free. And that is where our story today began. So here we are, full circle. Yep. Verdella made a plea deal. <laughs> a fucking plea deal. They, always they offered a goddamn plea deal. plea deal after all this shit that he did. This disgusting person. They thought it would be okay for the taxpayers to sit there and live in prison. I think they even, like, the, the Golden State Killer got a fucking plea deal. Mm-hmm. That fucking 90-year-old fucking hobbly-dobble. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Dude, funny. I looked at a picture of him the other day. He is fucking decrepit. I'm gonna use that. I usually say the crib keeper, but hobbly dobble is definitely hobbly dobble. Yup. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's get this done with. Yeah. So. Once we're done with this, guys, I'm writing this motherfucker off. He ain't even living in this brain. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna remember anything except these images. I did have a YouTube now. video of an interview with him that I wanted to watch that I never got to because my kid was around. So I still kind of want to watch the interview, but yeah. No, I'm just done. <sighs> yeah, I don't blame you. So he made the plea deal to avoid death penalty, of course. He received two life sentences without the possibility of parole after pleading guilty to all charges. However... You have to. They got proof. They have the most motherfucking proof. Well... Oh, come on. Something circumstantial, something fucking stupid. No, but, I mean, it's just, it's not how I wanted him to die. But in 1992, four years later, he died in prison from a heart attack. He got to die by a heart attack. That blood pressure that I mentioned in the beginning. Yep. However, I did read rumors. So this might not be as sad as we think. Someone killed him off. I did read rumors that the people in charge at the prison of his blood pressure slash heart medication was refusing to give it to him. Oh, fuck. Which then consequently resulted in his fatal heart attack. So I really kind of hope the rumors are true. I'm sorry if that's gruesome for you, but I kind of hope the rumors are true. He deserved to die, not live in prison. That's nuts, though. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Elite, oh. whoever it was, got away with it. They uh, they all hit it. If it was true, they all probably were yeah. in on it. Like, And he was only in for... Four years. Yeah. 1988 to 92. Who knows how long it took to get him into prison. It doesn't sound like the trial lasted very long, but... I mean, with all that evidence. They had so yeah. much was no evidence it. against this guy. And he There's didn't no deny it either. It. No. Of course no. not. And you can probably tell that he's... Fucking maniac. I'm proud about it. Yeah, maniac. So in 1993, I was very curious as to what happened to the House of Horrors. Uh, Yeah. They call it. Uh huh. um, At 4315 Charlotte Street. 
It was demolished a year after he died. The people who purchased it, obviously nobody could sell this house. No. Um, and I think it's awful that they would even try to sell the house. They should have just demolished it. What's on the land now? Well, nothing is on the land. It is a vacant lot, and it is. Uh, it was given to the Hyde Park Neighborhood Association. So maybe they've built a playground. Maybe they've. Who knows? Maybe they've hopefully given it back to the community somehow. Yeah, but that property is tainted either oh, God, way. I mean, there are bodies buried in the garden. It gives me it's super. Just... Um, oh, it's one of my favorite old the poltergeist. It gives me super poltergeist vibes. Oh like yes, yes. When the, there, fucking, the Indian burial yes, grounds. Yes. And, yeah, and so. even, I mean, like, ghost hunters and things like that, they've gone to, like, Fox Farms because that was a big place where bodies were being, Gacy was burying underneath his home. Mm-hmm. Like, those areas are hubs for that shitty fucking Absolutely. energy, man. <sighs> Let's go. I know, we should. Dude, I'd be terrified. Yeah. I think that would be one thing that I'd be pretty afraid about, like. That residual. That energy is awful. real bad. It's and that awful. could just pull in. I don't know. know. I think I would just. I would try to let the spirits know that how awful I feel for them. And that, like, I'm, like, I would probably cry. Oh, 100%, because you would feel that, that awful, just sad The torture that they felt. Yeah. But just the fact that that is just a breeding ground for the negative energy to attach, because. Yeah, because it might not just be those spirits there anymore. It might be Mm -hmm. other things that have come. Mm -hmm. From just the awful, awfulness. That is all I have for you today. A god-awful story, but thank you, <laughs> as always, for listening. Yeah, this guy fucking sucks, right? He sucks. He's on my worst list. I think that he might be, like, tied for number one. He's bad, yeah. I mean, the fact that not all of them torture, you know, and, and he really was into the just hurting people. Mm-hmm. Just and, god-awful. Yeah. I'm, so... Check out the blog for only a couple pictures that I did post. Um, you can see the house and stuff. And episode sources at www.morethanmurderpod.com. Yeah. If you have not yet, head over to the YouTube to watch our very first episode of our Paranormal Snoop series. Yay, go the, watch it, guys! Yes, Redemption MMA Gym. It was soups successful. Yeah. We've got lots of evidence there for you to hear. Uh-huh. Be sure to subscribe while you're there and hit the bell so that you're always in the loop when new content drops. We are figuring out when our next Snoop will be, so you'll really want to know and really want, you know, to have that bell hit so you can... If I'm addicted to anything, it's fucking ghost hunting. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not... I know. I've been itching uh, ever since we left that building. Yes! It's like, it's that feeling. It's like, oh man, I want to get back into a haunted building and do uh, some ghosts and just... I want to go somewhere, too, that's a little more... Scary. I want to yeah. see how that would play around, you know, yeah. mentally. Because this place, there was activity. It was really cool, but it didn't feel negative. It didn't right. feel scary. And I'm just, I'm, I'm intrigued to know how that would feel being in like a I scary know. place, like a prison that we hear about, or like the Hinsdale, like just places with that energy that's just kind of a little more scary. Yeah. I want to see how I would react because I'm a fucking scaredy cat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which, pay attention because there may be something coming in the fall related to a house in nearby New York. So <laughs> I'm nearby New I'm York. I'm not going to say where yet. Oh, that's so So funny. keep your eyes out. Um, also, if you haven't already, uh, head over to the socials and follow us there as well. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook, yeah. More than murder. You can follow us on Twitter, yeah. More than underscore murder. And you can follow us on Insta, yeah. More than murder pod. 
Pod. Pod. Yeah, don't forget it. Don't, do not. Do not forget the pod. Do not. <laughs> if you have any stories you particularly want to hear or just simply want to say hi, hey, what's up? Or you want to bitch about this episode and the grossness of this guy. Yeah, let us know how you feel. Don't bitch to us. us we didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch about him because he's yeah. gross. Email us at the Gmail at morethanmurderpod at gmail.com. And you know what? I'm just going to wrap it up because I'm tired of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all uh, next time. Yes, hopefully. No, it's probably going to be pretty bad. But yeah, we'll see you next time, guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.